This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith, and today we have a very interesting person in our studio, a world traveler, a reporter. How else would you describe yourself, Joyce? Joyce. Uh, Joyce is, uh, I guess I'm a very strange person because people, after they... They hear like you live India like twice. You want to go back to India? They think I'm crazy. I, I guess I'm a little bit crazy. All right. So <laughs> Joyce Liu uh, has spent the last four plus years in India, and you recently published a book about your experiences there. Let's start with uh, how you got to India in the first place. We moved to India because my husband's because of my husband's job. Uh, he's a he's a journalist with Reuters, and, and you also were a journalist. Yes, that's where we met. And and then uh, the com- the company put him in Mumbai for four years. So basically, I follow him, and I didn't work for Reuters at the time. After we moved to Mumbai, we don't have children, so most of the time I have a I have a lot of free days to wander around on the street in the markets, and and that I guess that's why I wrote this this book. Uh, is there a significant or uh, any sort of Taiwanese community over there? There are very, very few Taiwanese, probably like a handful of Taiwanese businessmen. They were there doing their, their, their you know, business, but usually they wouldn't have their family with them. So you wandering around the streets of Mumbai, you you sort of stood out. Yeah, kind of. Yes, because there are not many East East Asian faces. So I guess. Personally, I think it's a plus because people notice me. They know I live in the in the area, and in general, they are quite friendly. And that's what a lot of people say: "Are, are you crazy? It's very dangerous." But in Mumbai, I think it's because there are about twenty million people, so it's almost the population of Taiwan, and it's in a very very small area. So they are they are. Always hundreds, if not thousands, of people on the street. Before Mumbai, we lived in Sydney, and that was one of the most beautiful cities in the world, and, and quite sparsely populated as well. Yeah, in Sydney, everything is very um, orderly, or and then the streets are very clean. And when we when we landed, I can I can never for, I can never forget because when we landed in Mumbai, when we were landing, and then I look out of the window, and they were just slums. Like slums after slums, just next to the airport, and that's such a big contrast. When we left uh, Sydney, it's almost like a picture: the coastline in Sydney. And then when when we landed, it was really quite scary. And when we left the airport, and you have you have like all the taxi drivers or coolies, they wanted to grab your bags, and that was quite an experience. It uh, seems to me, from what I've read, I've never been to India, but uh, it seems to be a very, very much a land of contrast. I was reading yesterday where they said that uh, there's more cell phones than toilets. Yes, <laughs> uh, you saw that article, right? Yes. And here you are with a, a country that has a relatively booming economy, and it's one of the brick nations, as they call it. And yet, you still have this amazing problem with poverty. Yes, and that's always. Uh, I think that for me, that's that's kind of the one of the most difficult parts to live in India. It, you always have this conflict. You have a very, I have to say, being as a foreigner in India, you have a very very cushy life. You have mates, you have a driver, you have a car, and people look at you differently. They think you are from another world. 
But at the same time, you walk on the street, you see people with no shoes. They were begging. They don't even have a place to to stay. They live on the pavement. So that is a huge contrast in that city, and also because it's so small, so you can see everything together. It's not like in some cities. Maybe you will see this the poor area in the suburbs or something, not in the middle of the city. So you'll have a mansion, and then right next door will be a slum. Exactly, like outside the the, the apartment we stay in India in Mumbai, they were like. Two or three families. They they live permanently outside on the sidewalk. The gate. Yes. Wow. So this book that、uh, you finished here does it have an English title? Um. Yeah. A lot of people ask me that. <laughs> I I think it's that's、uh, my days in Mumbai. Okay. And the、yeah. Chinese is Mong Mai Chun Qiu. All right. And basically, you were saying it's a diary of the years that you spent there. Uh, yes.、Um, when I started writing it, you know, as a journalist, and, and at the time I didn't really work full, full time, so I really have a lot of spare time. So I, I started to think、uh, all the things I experienced they are so unique. And then every time I I talk to my friends when I left India, everyone was interested. So I think I'm going to get old and I cannot remember anything. I better write everything down. So I started to write about. I didn't have any plan. Just anything I think that's. Quite interesting or or unique, and I wrote it down. And at the end, I have a, a lot a lot of stories. And and when the publisher came and and I kind of、um, I rearranged the stories to have a little bit of time sequence、uh-huh. to to make it like a, a narrative. A, yes, a four year a, a four year、uh, book. I'm Eric Smith, and thanks for tuning in. All Taiwan Talk episodes can be found as podcasts on iTunes or the ICRT website. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. I'm Eric Smith, and welcome to Taiwan Talk. Joyce Liu is a former Reuters journalist who spent close to five years living in India, and she's now published a book about her experiences there. Joyce was kind enough to stop by the ICRT studio to tell us a bit about her years in exotic India, a country Joyce says where people have little choice but to make do with what they have. It sounds it sounds to me like almost everything over there is sort of makeshift. They just use what they can and what they have to get stuff done because there's no other way. Yeah, it is that, and also I think their attitude that that it's a very typical Indian attitude. I think it's probably it's you say karma or they are fatalists sometimes.、Uh-huh. I think so. It, nothing is a big deal. They don't have a lot in their life, so everything becomes a little bit playful. Kind of like gallows humor. Yeah, you might as well laugh because you don't yeah, have a what, choice. Yeah, what、right? to do? They always say what to do. Okay, well, we might as well having have a good time. What other、uh, cultural differences、uh, between Taiwan or Chinese culture and Indian culture stood out to you? I think in India, there's no、uh, there's there's no idea of privacy. They and they there's no idea of distance. So if you're in, in, in line, if they ever queue up. They would be like there's no space between you and the person behind you. Personal space is not a concept. Not at all. Because there's no there's、yeah. no room. No, and、right. then they they have no idea. They shouldn't look at you, like stare at you. Like most of the time they stare at me. So a lot of people they are scared. I go to India, people stare at me. But in in my view, I think they are purely curious.、Uh-huh. And unless, of course, you're in a rural area or you're in a dark place, and you don't know what they are thinking. But on the street, I think seriously, I I think they are just curious because you look different. The caste system, I, personally, I think that probably is the biggest one of the biggest issues that stop India from from going ahead because of the caste system. And then people on top 
of the cast, the the top. They you know they don't see anything wrong with that. And people at the very bottom, they probably don't see anything wrong with that because for thousands of years That's it's just like how that. It's been. Yeah, and that that makes it that 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 leads to the attitude of if if a guy came to fix something, he couldn't do it or he was late. He didn't think that was anything serious. If you complain, there is another. Another layer above me. I have a boss. You can talk to him, and so everyone is doing like his own work, not anything more. And then because they they come to work, and then you you are you live in a big house, and something is broken. So what? That doesn't affect your life. If I come two hours later or two hours earlier to them, they think it's nothing. So I think a lot of at the, the attitude is because it's 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 not. They think about the cost system all the time, but it's ingrained. Yes, and then they they think like it doesn't really matter. Why are you so angry about a small like leaking when it's raining? You can see a lot of people they don't even have a roof、and、on their head. They have a point. Yeah. So so from I, but this is because I lived there for four years, and this time around another year, so five years in India. I can see a little bit of this. Not that I understand a lot, but I can see a lot. You're of starting、people. to be able to see through their culture or their viewpoint.、Yeah. So if people go there just for a week or two weeks traveling, and then you see everyone wants to rip you off, and you see the garbage, and you see all the unpleasant things, and you have a you have a bad stomach after you drink some kind of do doji water, and of course you have a bad experience. So I'm not saying that that is that's wrong. It's it's natural. But it's a different perspective. Yeah,、it's, and yeah. I'm I'm lucky. I, I have more time to think about why this is like this.、And、so in the end, did you find yourself? Falling in love with the people and the country in in general. Yeah, I, I do, I do, and、um, I guess my last life, maybe I was Indian, and I think、uh, people there.、Um, it's just like everywhere, people in general have a kind heart. I think, and they are always smiling, even they have nothing. They you, you look at someone for two seconds, they start to smile. So that is that's another uh, uh, the big difference between China in, in personally in China and in in. India in China, if you look at someone for five seconds, they became like, "Why are you looking at me?" But in India, you look at them, they smile. I think in in the Philippines or in Thailand, it's the same. They just smile at you. They're very warm people. Interesting. So the the heart of the country is gold. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a very interesting conversation. Your book. Uh, uh, I'll let you read the Chinese title. 梦买春秋 All right,、uh, seasons in Mumbai or days in Mumbai by、uh, Liu Yumin. Okay, Joyce Liu available at bookstores in、uh, Taiwan. 梦买春秋 And、uh, if you're interested in visiting India as a, a Taiwanese person, use your head. But you say go for it, huh? I would say go for it. Yeah, just use your head, use your common sense, and I don't think there would be a problem. Reporting for ICRT's Taiwan Talk, I'm Eric Smith.